0: Every time we see the Labour Party do a deal, this tune starts going through my head and it goes something
1: like this. Because we've got... It's Monty Python.
2: The leadership position was uncontested. Barnaby Joyce was duly elected. That's
3: risky shit. The silent majority.
2: That sounds a bit like a Treasury wet dream. A few political bedwetters carrying on. Treasury only has dry dreams. And it's time, I think, to hand over the baton. I'm very pumped up. That's what she said. And Stuart Roberts, you know, sort of acting like Forrest Gump. There's no one budget. There are budgets and budgets and budgets and budgets. I
3: love the mansplaining.
0: As the good lord himself said, it's not what goes into your mouth that matters, it's what comes out.
2: It is no time to hear from the silent majority.
0: The silent majority. Believe Me is back. Ah, oh, hello. Hello. And welcome to another episode. I think it's the second of the third season of yep. The Silent Majority. Um, Rob is my name, Alice is her name. Hello. And uh, it's been a sad couple of weeks, hasn't it?
3: Has it? Yeah, well, everyone's going. Yeah. Nationals leader and deputy PM Warren Truss. Another one bites the dust. Fellow cabinet minister Andrew Robb is also retiring. Another one bites the dust.
0: Ian McFarlane, Philip Ruddock, Gary Gray, Alana McTiernan and Melissa Park. So there's lots of activity going on over in the ministerial wing over there, but the problem is that the busiest people over there, the, the busiest people over there are the removalists.
3: Well, it's kind of like that TV show 19 and counting, because there's Bruce Bilson, Ian McFarlane, Andrew Robb, Alana McTiernan, Gary Gray, Warren Truss, Philip Ruddock, Anna Burke... Michael Ronaldson, Melissa Park, Andrew Southkit, Jan McLewis, Kelvin Thompson, Alan Griffin, Bernie Ripple, Laurie Ferguson, Joe Ludwin, Bruce Scott, and probably a few more that we don't know about yet.
0: Andrew Robb's going. Warren Truss is going. Gary Gray is going.
3: All three of the Labor House of Reps of so the Lower House MPs in WA are all going, mm. all three of them. Wipe the slate clean.
0: Yep, Melissa Price Park. Parks. I get mixed that night, park. And uh, some other one, Uh, Alana McTiernan. Yeah. She's gone as well.
3: Senator Ronno's gone. But, Rob, my favourite part of all the retirement announcements was the speech that Tony Abbott made about Warren Truss to a relatively empty House of Reps chamber. Uh, Keep a listen out for the one uh, solo laugher in the background.
4: I can remember uh, after listening to... Uh, one of his colleagues uh, in leadership, uh,
3: Warren said, that sounds a bit like a treasury wet dream. And then he said, no, treasury only has dry dreams.
0: And you're going, you're leaving, <laughs> no, you're leaving Triple J. Yeah, I
3: am. Yeah, I am.
0: You're going to the BuzzFeed?
3: The internet website, buzzfeed.com. Yes. Wow. Isn't that exciting? I'm excited. Well, by the time you hear this, I probably would have already gone.
2: Mm. There's been, I guess, a lot of reporting of, of a camp called the Anybody But, but Barnaby Camp. Does what do you? you, you uh, Did that give you a chuckle, or what uh, are you? What are you? They,
1: they don't invite me to their meetings.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I always, I always think it should be the Anybody But Barnaby Association. Then they could call themselves that. podcast we often talk about psychics yes and we, we often talk about um uh, how we had a former prime minister who's a who's a psychic and how uh rob harris you yourself are a little bit psychic because in the previous podcast we were talking about nationals leadership
0: i said bound be a big gun in a couple of weeks I was right. He'd
3: be gone in a couple of weeks. That's Barnaby not, would take it over. That's not. That's. I wouldn't really say that's
0: psychic. It's more of a. I've rang enough people, <laughs> <laughs> previous to that podcast, to actually, you know. Well,
3: a national called you live on the podcast. They did.
0: They did. Now that was actually true. That that was uh, actually true. So uh, yeah, that was more. Um, I, I don't. I'm sure if that was psychic. Maybe. So that Barnaby
3: was just, Joyce is the new leader of the Nationals. Fiona yeah. Nash is the girl deputy. Yeah. And um, The
0: little lady deputy,
3: <laughs> and howdy, little lady. <laughs> Good sort. She's
0: quite the bombshell.
3: <laughs> and um, and but we've also had an extra national Darren Chester mm. get promoted into. He's Katnett. a fan of
0: the podcast too. He listens.
3: Well, he is the George Clooney
0: <laughs> of, Gippsland. of, the, yeah, of exactly. Gippsland. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, funny you mentioned the nationals because um, I got yelled at by some people for writing a story. On the Herald Sun website, Alice, that just before Christmas, so in between the hasty episode and the Bilson episode, that Tony Abbott had appeared at the Christmas party and sung karaoke. And the next day- The
3: Nationals Christmas party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes.
0: And I was there a a little bit. I popped in. I don't know why I was, I'd I'd been having drinks somewhere and someone suggested, uh, yeah, it was Bill Shorten's Press Drinks. And uh, we'd we'd walk down the corridor and gone in, and this had happened before even there. Anyway, so um, I ended up writing about it. I didn't see it, so I didn't feel like I was breaking a rule. Um, and then also later on, this 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 wonderful audio leaked out.
4: We can't go on together with suspicious eyes, with suspicious. and we can build our dreams.
3: Suspicious we can go on now I'm an
0: Elvis. I'm an Elvis fan. I'm a massive Elvis fan. In fact, I've sung "Suspicious Minds," and I haven't got a great voice. Yeah, but that is shit ass.
3: But we should also say that was the song that was playing. Yeah, when the marble table broke. Exactly. And Peter Credlin put it. on. Hey, off. hey. This one's for Julie. This one's for Julie. Yeah. PM exactly. PM. This yep. one's for Julie. Yeah, exactly. So he's a huge he's a huge Elvis fan. Mm, he
0: is. And well, th- I don't know if he is. He just likes that song.
3: He likes that song, uh, and then of course we we already know that he loves.
0: Rhinestone Cowboy. That's his other favorite. Mm. That's his
3: other favorite karaoke. You've been
0: walking these streets so long, singing your favorite song.
3: Tony, no 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 Ross Cameron did that thing. No 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 no. The most dangerous place in Canberra. It's between Tony Abbott and a karaoke machine. <laughs> he goes, Tony, no, no, no. I think that was his impression of Peter Crisley. <laughs>
2: yeah, know. You know, Tony Abbott, for example, loves karaoke. Tony Abbott loves the Seekers. Uh, Tony Abbott, if you put Tony Abbott in front of a karaoke machine uh, and Rhinestone Cowboy, it will take a whole division of the Australian Army to hold him back. It, it, I, now, I, I Peter see Credlin see... sees this situation because the problem is How he can't sing him to save popular. himself. Now, so Credlin sees this coming. She says, Tony, no, no, no. Like a rhinestone.
3: Did you know that Senator Sam Dasjari, friend of the podcast, yeah. aspiring breakdancer, mm. went on Today FM Breakfast in Sydney with Rove McManus yeah. and... Is he still alive? See, I thought he died. Did he have brain cancer? His wife died. Oh, His first wife. Sorry. Anyway, with Rove McManus and um, The Bachelorette, Sam, insert surname here, um, and he sung karaoke. Did he? What it did he It is the funniest thing. He sung Taylor Swift. Oh, wow. And Rob. She won some you, Grammys too. Rob, if you think that Tony Abbott's singing was bad, wait till you have a listen to Senator Sam Dastier. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not surprised.
0: We've got Taylor Swift's I Knew You Were Trouble. All locked, uh, locked in, this. ready to go for you. Oh, God, this is shameless. Now, right, we'll have her this. vocals in the background, just so you know where you are, like mm-hmm. follow the bouncing ball. Ladies just and gentlemen. Just to kind of inspire me. Exactly. I give you the world exclusive of Senator Sam Dastiari Performing Taylor Swift's I Knew You Were Trouble no Geez, oh. he'll never see you cry Pretends he doesn't know that he's the reason why You're drowning You're drowning <laughs> <laughs> You're drowning <Hit> it. <laughs> it, 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 it And go
3: on. Whistler's on the street, and you're not showing your belt. It's all I'll ever be. Now I see. Now I see. I see. I see. He's the hook. He's the hook. Is this
0: about Abbott? Is this why we're doing this? <laughs> oh, God. When he met
3: me. <laughs> and really
0: Here's so the you're chorus. you're Ready, so here go. we go. Take
3: Two, three, four. You're doing with me, right? I want you in this too. You when you walked in. So
0: shame, it's a shame on, me. on me now flew me to places I've never been. So you put me down. I knew you were trouble when you walked in. <laughs> Come on, jump in. shame on me now Two flew me to places, places I've ne- never been. Now I'm now lying, I'm lying, on, the lying cold, on the cold, hard, hard, ground. hard
4: ground. Oh! 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 <laughs> there it is.
0: Rubble indeed. I tell you that what, that was the only version that makes Tony Abbott singing sound good. <laughs> that was it. You, I are feel so sorry for Tony Abbott. I just threw myself under the bus to make him feel better about himself. You know what? No, you did so amazing,
3: strange. and I'm now in love with you. <laughs> Heard it here first. I'm in love with you. You're the best, Senator Sav Dastyari. Thank, Thank you, you for so being the, you the best you sport. <laughs>
0: Now, uh, speaking of last episode, I I shot my, my ran my mouth off about um, Richard Miles being on the, the the Pine and Miles and Mine show, and um and Did so
3: wh- Pine and Mine
0: Pine and Mine yeah. <laughs> Wine and Dine show. It's the Robinson Brothers. Um, so yeah, that show on, on on Saturday morning that no one watches.
3: Let's have a listen to what you said, right. Rob.
0: <laughs> Richard Miles is looking slick. He's lost a weight, a lot of weight. He's uh, he's made some dietary uh, adjustments. He's hit the gym. No chocolate. I think it's no chocolate. Don't quote me on this because I could be wrong. Um, and I have no doubt that he's you know he's just putting his hand up saying, look at me, I'm reasonably handsome. <laughs> is that is it what, what did Terry Butler say about Malcolm Turnbull that time? <laughs> he's sort of good to look at. I mean, he's nice to look at maybe. So Richard Miles is very presentable. I think he he's done a I, I think he's done an outstanding job in an in a incredibly tough shadow portfolio. And I would suggest that he is an option for the leadership down the track. And I, I would reckon getting your own show on Sky is sort of a bit of a vehicle for that. So when I said that, a fan of the podcast, and I don't know your name, you listening to this in New York, you sent a message to your friend who is Richard Miles' press sec and alerted him to that rubbish that I'd said on the podcast.
2: Saturday mornings will never be the same again. Certainly not for us. Because Sky is running this show right through the election year. This is going to be the best half hour of TV without journalists. We're going to raise the issues that you raise with us, unfiltered by pesky journalists. The sort of issues which help make this country work. Because as local members, we know what matters to you. So watch out Spearsy. we don't need you anymore. Join us on Saturday mornings, 8.30, Pine and Males. Did you, did you watch it? Oh, I wasn't
0: up
3: early enough. I did watch Was it. Was it good? I I enjoyed it thoroughly. But I have um we've got a special guest in in the podcast bunker today and, and my first question is why Pine and Miles, why not miles and pine?
2: Well, uh, I was happy to go along with the protocol that government MPs are named first. Oh, so that was right, the, okay. Thought that was the way. Through. So, our guess
0: is Richard Miles, the member for Corio, and I made some uh, remarks that Richard Miles is clearly scheming, um, having a, you know, being on a fitness campaign. You've had the makeover. Is it true?
2: So, so the basis of your thesis is that I, I've lost weight. <laughs> no, is that, is that where we're going? The of my going... theories
0: is that I listened to Sam Maiden, probably. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, the truth of losing weight is is um, oh, I can't been battling with weight all my life, but um, I, I think in this particular incarnation of, of weight loss, it's probably been going for three years, so it, this is not a recent phenomenon. Now
0: you once talk us through you once were at a famous article um, about
2: your weight loss, where you spoke about a water slide moment. It, it is a. I've written. I've written a number of articles about my weight loss, which clearly says that it's something I think about yep. um, more than I should. Perhaps on. I don't know. Anyway, it is a sobering experience um, to be inside a water slide uh, as, and it was. It was covered like it was a tube in that sense. Yeah. Um, as one kid after another after another, to the point that there are twelve kids banked up behind <laughs> you because you actually are stuck. I mean, it was like the water slide was constipated. I mean, there there was, there was, it was, nothing was moving. And you sort of think, uh, one gets in a lot of situations Mm. in life, but how was this one actually going to resolve? Um, and it resolved eventually by my sort of, uh, like, it was a bit of diplomacy in terms of trying to calm the kids down, but I had to kind of swivel around. Vaseline?
3: uh, Pull the Vaseline out of your pocket? I
2: I, I was crawling (laughs) frontwards down the slide. I pop out the end and the kids just come all over the top of me as these parents are looking at what the hell is going on here. Um, And and you realise at that point, Something has to change. Something has to change. Yeah.
3: Something has to change. And so it's been a three-year journey. It has. But Rob, Rob thinks recently you've, you've, you've dropped a few few kilos over, over the course of the last few months.
2: Uh, look, I've probably... 12 months probably? Uh, well, no, so it's really middle of 2012 that right, I okay. started. Yeah. So I've probably lost 16 kilos since then. Wow. Uh, I've, yeah, I might have lost five since, or four or five in the last six months. Yeah. But, uh, but you meant to do it slowly, they say. So you don't but you I, eat
0: chocolate anymore, is that right? Or
2: yeah, Well, I don't like to say I've given up. Um, yeah, okay. I, I, it, it's, it's like
0: me. We're drinking at the moment. I'm not <laughs> drinking today, and I might not drink tomorrow.
2: Well, I, I don't. I don't think I could. Uh, it's kind of the reverse. I think of, right, okay. of, of giving things up. I don't think I could live with myself if I thought I was never going to have another day of chocolate. With chocolate. Again, I mean, yeah. life is just better with chocolate. Yeah. There is something incredibly consistent about the performance of chocolate. Like it never lets <laughs> you down. You, do you can hang a, on to do it. Do you
3: have a preferred brand or, or chocolate indulgence?
2: Uh, well, I'm Milky Bar. I am, You're a milky bar kid. Oh, I'm white a milky chocolate. bar kid. Yeah, white chocolate. Yeah, There's, of course, a debate wow. about whether it is chocolate. But it it, it just it doesn't matter what's going on, how bad you feel, it always tastes good and it never disappoints. Yeah, right. Um, so
3: I and don't after think a I long, could, hard day in the chamber, you really you really want to settle down with some white chocolate.
2: Yeah. and I, I, So I, do you look, have
0: like the chocolate chips or the rice bubbles in there or just plain
2: white? I, I prefer, prefer plain white, although right. the best chocolate, I think. There is something about... Uh, the way they do Easter eggs. And I think it's the thickness of, of the chocolate. I think it's Era, to do with more yeah, surface yeah. I've heard people area, say this before. Um, that you, it, it's just such a good taste. Yep. Anyway, so I don't think I could, you know, life without chocolate is too hard to contemplate, but, uh, but I only now eat it on special occasions. So, and beer? So, oh, no, I still drink beer. How much beer do you drink? Oh, I don't think I can go Because someone might have said he had a bit of a, you know, he, he liked to drink. Yeah no I I like drinking beer but I'm I'm, I'm not about to count how much I, I drink. I, I, you know I mean it's see through. Yeah okay. Can it really be that bad for you? <laughs> well
0: that's is that,
3: isn't it supposed uh, you're th- supposed to
0: have clear. I know that's why white spirits are better than brown spirits because they're better. It's
3: see through so it must be good for you.
2: Well you know it, it doesn't look like it's putting on weight. It's pretty bad. Is that uh, like, it's I like because All right so what I'm trying to say here is delusion <laughs> is an important. <laughs> Part of managing one's one's is, weight.
3: Is, so is the see through thing, is that why you've gone with jerky as your main weight loss regime? How because you know it's, that? it's a bit it's a bit see through, isn't it?
2: Uh, what did you so you like beef jerky, is this right? Well I've 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 come to like it. Well you see it's there's no it's not it's relatively fat free, no carbs, only protein. So is that this, true? <laughs> so is this oh, re- I'm running with it. So did you replace? <laughs> did you replace <laughs> Did you replace something else with jerky? Probably chocolate. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's not think, as good. No. No, but anyway, so. Um,
3: but only beef jerky or kangaroo jerky or.
2: Uh, well, kangaroo jerky is probably better, but. can you I, have kangaroo jerky? Yeah, I think I've that does exist. You've never
3: been to a petrol station before, Rob?
2: Yeah, uh, no, that's never. The, <laughs> that is the uh, vendor of choice <laughs> when it comes to jer- jerky. <laughs> yeah,
3: right. Kangaroo
0: jerky. Well, there's yeah. a whole industry, cottage industry there, everyone. we <laughs> want. Mm. We can get rid of victorious kangaroos by making
2: them in the jerky. Mm. Uh, well, I think somebody's onto that already.
0: Yeah, well, that's yeah. right. Well, the state government are uh, c- culling mm. them. Where do you stand on kangaroo meat? Because you, you're very funny about meat.
2: I've never eaten it.
0: What's really? Your f- never eaten it?
2: Well, no. it is meant to be very lean. It, yeah, It's, it's fantastic. I mean, it.
0: Kangaroo mince is really good. Really mm. lean. You cook up kangaroo mince mm. and there's no oil or anything in there. It's becoming a cooking show, isn't it? It is. Um, what's your favourite kind of meat? Oh.
3: <laughs> it's Rob's favourite question. Uh, is this
0: really? Yeah, 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 I ask
2: everyone about meat. Yeah. Uh uh, well uh, growing uh, historically it's been chicken um, uh, we've obviously. never had
0: anyone say chicken
2: really yeah everyone um, is like but, uh, but I am uh, eating steaks now okay because so I mean if there's a serious side to this <laughs> no, I figure that's no that serious. there's no losing weight is kind of about making decisions <laughs> which yep. are difficult and, and I reckon I've made three one is to exercise one is to try and Cut back on sugar as much as possible. And the third is to cut back on carbs. And it doesn't leave that much. So I end up, I think I am eating more meat than I would normally. And maybe that's not healthy. I don't know. Because
3: I asked a few of your colleagues. uh, Chris Bowen was in here yesterday and he said that he lost 17 kilos by cutting out carbs, but he eats the good carbs, which are pumpkin and sweet potato.
2: Yeah, he's done more research than me. Cause that's because they're low GI. Yes. Okay, well, I'm not even sure what a GI is.
3: <laughs> low GI. Uh, but but then, we, then we started talking about his beard and it got all, we got a lot of course. Did
0: you yeah. go the winter beard? No. Summer a bit, I should say. Yeah, no.
3: But you are fan. Of, you are a fan of a knit, a throw knit. If and I was hoping that on the TV show, knit. a knit jumper might make an appearance.
2: Oh, I don't know how you know that either. <laughs> often, is, you've <laughs> been spotted <laughs> in a, a V-neck knit. I, yes, I, I do like my jumper. Kim jumper. Carr style fashion. No, not Kim Carr <laughs> style fashion. No. <laughs> no, he doesn't wear knits. I have not, he wears a no, waistcoat. He, he wears, wears a waistcoat. And I, I love Kim Carr, an enormous respect. But I don't wear the Cardi. I don't. <laughs> Um, so, with, sorry for being. I completely being... reject that assertion. <laughs> Mischievous, um, but, but I like you know, particularly in this town, when it gets cold in winter, mm. you know, a nice. Jumper? It's Cold in
3: winter. It's fourteen degrees at the moment. Yeah, but it's well, not you,
2: winter. Well you, well, you need things that are cozy up here. Oh, so that's what what I'm implying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so sorry for being mischievous about leadership ambition, but
0: would you could you see yourself sitting on oh,
2: a- it? I, th- I think you you got very excited <laughs> in your last podcast. But I remember because
0: Simon Crean lost a lot of weight uh, during the uh, during the last sort of Parliament. There was some sort of speculation that he was. Mounting a tilt at one stage?
2: Uh, I, I don't think uh, uh, weight loss correlates with, with leadership ambition. Doesn't it? No.
0: But then you no. have to be, you know,
2: presentable and all that stuff.
3: But that that's what Barry O'Farrell said, wasn't it? That when, when I start losing weight, that's when you know that I'm seriously thinking about leadership. Oh. And he lost quite a bit of weight. He did. Yeah.
2: Now, look, for me, I, I just thought I would try. Be healthy. That, well, I would experience the novelty of a body that works <laughs> because I've not really had that throughout my life.
3: How's the exercise going?
2: I, I Look, I don't. I I feel like it's the price of being alive. That's how I have to approach it. I really don't like exercise much at all. I mean, they say that you're going to get addicted to it, um, endorphins and that. I've actually never met an endorphin. I have <laughs> never had that experience. There's never been a rush. It's just laboured running. Last time I was in Geelong, I saw some endorphins swimming yeah, off the pier. I think it's a complete myth. And I was so I was. That was good. Just move
3: on from Rob's (laughs) jokes. Don't ever acknowledge them, because otherwise he gets a big. He gets too excited.
2: Yeah, I was. uh, So I was. I was running on one occasion, um, clearly looking pained and going very slowly. Uh, I've never seen this happen to any other jogger, but a car pulls up beside me. Guy leans out the window and says, "Mate, do you need a lift?" Like he. uh, And it wasn't said as a joke. Was this Uh, in Canberra? No, this was in Geelong. In Geelong. Yeah, and it's. Uh, yeah, and did so you get in the car? I, uh, no, I didn't. I kept plotting. Stranger along. danger. That's a good idea. Uh, but but clearly, uh, I'm not a very good runner. And um, but you know, you, you you do it. Have you ever caught a helicopter from Melbourne to Geelong? I've not now, and that's an interesting question because um, I, I have. I reckon I've been doing. I, I've done that journey as much as anyone. I reckon. Yeah. Like I, reckon. I commuted for ten years. If you live in Geelong, you go to Melbourne a lot. Um, you know, I lived in Melbourne for 10 years when I was at uni and the like, um, and in uh, my uh, how many years on this planet, um, which I'm not going to divulge, I've never caught a helicopter You're between right. the two places.
0: So you can understand it might have been a little bit strange when it happened. Is, well, is Clifton it, Springs Golf Club in your electorate? It
2: is in my electorate. You're right. Yeah, it's now most famous golf club in Australia.
0: And I think they're hosting a Pauline Hanson event.
2: <laughs> well, I they were. They, well, they're not. This oh, is the issue. They, they were. They were. It was <laughs> cancelled. They tried was... to, but um, and she uh, was threatening to sue them. I think. Oh, was she For yes. cancelling? Uh, but there apparently was a Liberal function already booked there. A <laughs> uh, truth. Well, well, it was in the long <laughs> advertiser, so it's definitely true. <laughs> of
0: course, it was <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, very good. Look, thank you for joining us. Um, we apologise for anything, you know, we might have said that got people upset, but uh, you're a very good sport to come in and... Uh, Any pleasure. hot tips
3: on what's coming Tear up on up. the TV show? Oh, yes,
0: we haven't even spoken about the TV show. What's Christopher like to host with?
2: Oh, it's fun. He, he, Christopher is a very entertaining man. Um, and uh, we... Uh, oh, look, it's a, it's a work in progress. Welcome to... Welcome to Pine and Miles on Sky News Live. I'm... I'm Miles, and here's Christopher Pine. Yeah, good morning, Richard, and good morning to the viewers who've joined us this morning on Saturday morning.
0: Did you see yourself as a um, as a, uh, a TV host at any uh, stage in your life?
2: No, I didn't. Uh, and, and I think if anyone has viewed the the first episode, those bits of it we're pretty stilted at. We sort of got into it a little bit when we started, uh, you know. It's got first each episode other.
3: charm, I think. First
2: episode charm. <laughs> yeah. that, that's the nicest it's thing like that's been
3: thing. said. Yeah, um, okay.
2: But uh, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be fun. We're, we're looking forward to it. And, you know, hopefully. Uh, well, hopefully we give people a slightly different perspective. The thing that both, well, everyone in this building, or politicians I mean, say to each other is that the sort of questions that we will get asked by the media are, are quite different from the questions you get asked when you do a street stall okay. or you go door knocking. Yeah. So we kind of want to reflect that. Um, yeah, there's a whole lot of stuff that happens in this building which is never covered because it's just not topical. Um, that's why this podcast started. That's exactly. My, I mean, why, who
0: else would have spent time on Richard Miles's weight loss?
2: Yes, there's Apart that. Samantha I Maynes. was thinking about other matters of state like, you know, science, oh, okay, spend right, and that okay. kind of thing yeah, which yeah, never yeah. gets covered. So we thought we could do some of that. <laughs> so it's going to be thrilling. Um, we like science. And uh, science is really, really, really important. Anyway, really like um, and we might even demonstrate that we like each other. Across the isle Outrageous. Yeah, Outrageous. that's the darkest secret. Have they given
3: you kind of like free range? Do whatever you. We've got any ideas for the show? You can do whatever you want. Or uh, pretty well.
0: Yep. Yeah. You should be careful though, because Elbo did tell us when Elbo was on the podcast last season that um he was quite often abused by people for fraternising with Christopher Pine and being seen to, to on laugh the Today with show. him.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's a bit of that, but I think you know people. I, I think people like to know that their politicians. Work constructively, and that I mean, and there's on, a lot of paradigm that happens mm. in this building.
3: Have you got the ratings in for the first episode?
2: Uh, no, I know my parents were watching, so that's ding, probably ding. 50% of it.
3: <laughs> no,
0: good. well, we shouldn't hold you up anymore. Thank you very much, Richard. What, what's, for coming give us on. an
3: exclusive who's on oh. the show this weekend.
0: Oh, I can't reveal it.
3: Oh, yeah, we won't, we this won't it's be I out live.
0: before the, the weekend anyway. Might do. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming. Thank you in. for Rob. coming thanks, in. Alice, Cheers for having me. Don't you tell me you
3: Rob, that was the Richard Miles from yeah from Pine the, Pine the, and Miles the
0: actual yeah that that was that was the Miles of the Pine and Miles I know.
3: Have you watched it yet? No,
0: I'm not up that early <laughs> enough on a Saturday morning.
3: You could tape it. tapers. It. But thank you to uh, Richard Miles's press sex friend in New York mm. for listening and and uh, pointing him yeah towards us exactly from Canberra to New York and back to Canberra again
0: exactly. We've got a woman on the podcast today. Shock horror. A woman. I know, I know. We finally got a woman. Well,
3: well, well I think you pronounced man wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I meant, well, there's a man on this week. Oh, no, no, woman. Woman, It can hard to explain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a John Lennon song. Lovely. I love you. Do, 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 do. Woman. You know that song? It's a famous John Lennon song. I've heard it. So there's a woman on the show this week. Yep. And let's let her colleagues introduce us.
2: Madam Speaker, I have the honour to inform the House that a member for Lawler, fresh from being principal in a distinguished career at Mooney Pond Central Primary School, has also been elected whip to help uh, apply those skills with the caucus.
1: Lining up for coffee across the last couple of days has been an interesting experience for me after two years in the federal parliament. Many of you don't know me. My name's Joanne Ryan. I'm the member for Lawler. And I was a state school teacher and a state school principal in the great state of Victoria before I took on this new responsibility. I call the honourable member for Lawler. I call the member for Lawler. I call the member for Lawler. call the member for Lawler. I call the member Long for Lawler. Way. Thank you. I call the member for Layla. The member for Layla has the call. Hear, here. Thank you Deputy Speaker and the member for Lawler greatly appreciates being acknowledged.
4: <laughs> Today I tomorrow I will be the <laughs>
0: Guest for this edition is the member for Lawler, not Layla, but we'll get to that later. Um, community activist, teacher, um, playwright. The member for Lawla, Joanne Ryan. Hello, welcome g'day, to Asylum
1: Majority. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Well,
0: you're only here because you're a woman. We didn't, you know, that's. You made that clear, Rob.
1: You've made that clear.
0: We've been getting a lot of pressure from our, you know, listeners that we don't have enough women. So, you know, we've decided to fill a quota, and uh, you're you're here. So, unfortunately, it's not the best and the brightest. It's just the first woman available.
1: And um, being from the Labour Party, accustomed to quotas, yeah, exactly. No, I'll take that. Exactly. I'll take that. So you're a new MP,
0: and most people will know you as the woman who was endorsed and replaced. Julia Gillard.
1: They certainly will. That is my honour.
0: Yeah. How do you feel about that? Is that a burden to carry amongst the, you know, the uh, the, 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 feminine movement or feminist movement or the
1: sisterhood? Uh, I am, in, I was born in the same year as Julia. Oh, wow. Uh, we have an extraordinary amount in common, not to mention uh, uh, being in Lawler, being yeah. in the Labor Party, exactly. being activists, being women, being feminists. Uh, education campaigners. Education campaigners. Your first names both start with J. First names start with J. God, We've got geez. lots and lots in common. Have you I've ever been got seen in the same room? Lots of times, <laughs> but I've much bigger feet, so I, you know. Right. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, big shoes to fill. It's exactly yeah. the opposite to actually get into Julia's small shoes. And
0: you know what they say, with women with big shoes, don't you? They've got big feet. Yep, oh, no, usually they around
1: say around. that. <laughs> usually they say
0: that wrong. How are you enjoying it? Do you like politics? Because I, I was thinking um, last night when I knew you were coming in, I would think probably with the exception of, say, someone like Ricky Muir, you're probably one of the few people in politics with an actual who've actually lived in the real world for, um, for a certain amount of time because you, up until Julia Gillard quit, which was, um, well, less than three years ago.
1: Mm-hmm. Two, um, two, two years and... Five months.
0: Yeah, uh, until she quit. You, you were, you were teaching. You were, you were right. a, a principal in a western suburbs uh, school.
1: Yep, that's me. Um, yeah, so uh, and I'll take the uh, likeness to Ricky Muir, because Ricky's warming on me, like yeah. he's warming on the rest well, of I the mean, population. Ricky was someone yeah. who
0: you know was on the dole and you know working tenements. Yeah, he's mills and, lived
1: a real life. Yeah. Um, so have I. Always been involved in the Labor Party in locally in in the branches, and as you referenced, a community activist. So I've always been up and about when uh, people were needed to attend something to to have their say or get something done. I've always been involved at that level. But do I like politics? Rob, I love <laughs> this
0: job.
1: I love this Did, job. I heard
0: you speak at your holiday is,
1: reading Hansard. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Laurie Ferguson claims, yeah. I love this job. In the electorate, they say to me, so, Joe, how do you like it? And I say... I like every second of it. There's nothing about the job I don't like.
0: You you strike me as someone who might find politics a bit of bullshit, though. Like, all the the, the rigmarole and the red tape and stuff like that.
1: Politics
3: versus policy.
1: Oh, I think politics... I think politics is... I think politics needs to be fun. And the population need to see it as fun. Policy needs to be serious because it changes lives. But how we deal with one another up here, well, we need to keep it real. It needs to be real. And we can't always be... Uh, talking in the Clouds, the impacts on real people. We need to be real people and say what we think about it.
0: So why did Julia Gillard pick you? Why, why did she choose you? <laughs> uh,
1: I think I think you could fairly say that she thought that Lawler needed a local. Yep. Yeah. Maybe she thought we needed an educational activist up here uh, to keep the troops honest and make sure we delivered on the reform that she'd planned and worked so hard on. And exactly, of course, that's exactly what we did this yeah. week. So, do I love my job this week? I adore my job.
3: <laughs> but I mean, you're you're factually unaligned, which is quite it's quite oh. rare in the Labor Party to to find a politician in here that that doesn't come from one side or another or hasn't made. I wasn't. Deals. Yeah, I was
1: never aligned. Mm. Yeah, I was. I wasn't aligned before I was elected. I'm a member of the right now.
3: And, how, and, and for those who may be unaffiliated with the members of the right, who, who are they and, and what, what does that oh, mean?
1: Ah, you want me to give all, of the, all <laughs> of the dirty deals. All of the dirty deals. I'll tell you what I say about factions and what I always say about factions. Mm. Um, every, every institution, every organisation needs an a organisational structure. That's what it is. It's an organisational structure. A very powerful one, though, isn't it? Same as any organisation, any staff room. People say to me, gee, it must be a change. Walk into any staff room in any school and you'll have politics on the ground in that staff room. Any organisation, any business.
0: Well, you spoke, you touched earlier about being community activists. Now, some people in, in Victoria may remember you because you shot to prominence during the mid-90s in a campaign that was for your local community in Werribee, yeah. um, campaigning against Jeff Kennett's... Plan to whack a toxic dump in, in in the area and probably improve the joint. Really, he sure um, did.
1: That'll that'll be enough of that, Rob. <laughs>
0: um, but but that's how, how, that's how you really sort of got into politics as as, as a start, isn't it? Yes, in, in yes, 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 yes.
1: Um, I we uh, I was the chair of the Werribee Residence Against Toxic Dump, Ratted, okay. as we were known. Uh, the Rats, as we called ourselves. <laughs> Uh, the no toxic dumpers. We call ourselves the dumpers now, is, right, as okay. a short. Yeah. So, still in Werribee, people rec- people identify themselves as a dumper. Yep, I and was a dumper
0: if, in Victoria. It was a big, uh, a big. It, thing was a time,
1: campaign, it? it was a huge campaign. It was a huge campaign. Two and a half years of our lives uh, working, probably twenty hours a week on top of your day job. Yep. Um, for those of us who were close to it, uh, we had an organisation that started with a. a Association that started with about twenty of us, and um, our biggest night, of course, was when we got fifteen thousand people at the Werribee Racecourse.
0: That's right,
1: mm. which is a pretty mean feat in a cold May night.
0: Now, during that time, I think you had it. Did you have a, a one-on-one meeting with Jeff Kennett?
1: Uh, no, never had a one-on-one with Jeff. Did you?
0: Didn't
1: you have a Ah, uh, yes, we met with Jeff Kennett. Was, yes. was he good to deal with? As a politician, now <laughs> reflecting on it, what was he like? <laughs> Abusive, was he? What did he say? He was abusive. He, uh, the high, the in those days, I always thought the higher you climb, the course of the language. Right, okay, <laughs> and, and, and the course of the language. Yeah. So he used a few swear words. Yeah. Did you Lots use any back? Did. Lots of them did. Did you use Do any I, back? Did I use any? Joanne no. Ryan from Werribee, did I use any back? Right, okay. <laughs> so you're made. <laughs> I may have. I won't confirm that. Uh, okay. Now huh? we're going to play a little,
0: you, you're well known for your dry sense of humour in a one-liner and um, and being able oh to use God, one word haven't when got them two. From two we're going to play a quick word association game. Uh-huh. I'm going to say some names and can you describe the following people <laughs> with just one word? Okay. Bill Shorten. Gorgeous. Tony Abbott.
1: Ooh. That's not a word. I know. It's just a sound. It's they beyond words. Okay. Malcolm Turnbull. <laughs> Smooth and slimy. Took two. Okay, alright.
0: Um Kevin Rudd. You can use the same answer if you like.
1: <laughs> Queenslander. Right. Julie Gillard. Sensational. James Hurt. <laughs> can I cry on air? Of course you can. <laughs> James Hur.
0: You're a big essence
1: supporter. I am a big essence supporter and um and I did work in Mooney Ponds for some time where he is known as Sir James. right We'll leave it at yeah. that. Yeah, now he's just a drug cheat. <laughs>
0: Can you think of a word for James Heard?
1: Gutsy. Okay, all right.
3: You you have to be gutsy to put calf blood into your system, don't you? (laughs) What I'm going to say about
1: James Heard is Mm. that I watched him so many times put his head over the ball before anybody else and in the most dangerous situations. In fact, we watched him half lose his face in an act just like that. Everyone said he'd retire that day and he fought his way back to come back and put his head over the ball again. That's how I think about James Heard.
0: Yeah, courageous player, but perhaps you you could argue that, you know, injecting players with illegal substances isn't courageous. But anyway, we won't go there, will we? (sighs) We Have you recovered from this? No, I haven't
1: recovered. As you can see, I am still struggling. I keep all of my comments off social media when people start talking about my bombers. I stay offline because I, you know... You
0: get upset about it.
1: I do get upset about it. I get really upset about it.
0: So at the risk- I'm a
1: Victorian. I love football, Can and we talk about the Werribee Football Club. Well, we'll yeah. talk, we'll talk about home. We'll talk
0: about Werribee. You, you grew up in Werribee. I think you're I one of eight kids. Is, I is that am, right, My Herons Number were seven on the farm back then.
1: Back then, yeah, we yeah. had uh, we had a few farms. We ran the uh, the dairy farms uh, yeah. at Werribee Park, what people now call the Mansion. So when you're down there playing polo, you know, yep. they were the dairy farms. You would have been
0: playing polo down there. Yeah. So there. the
1: family leased that from the Catholic Church okay. for 50 yep. years, and um, we lived down there, and I was. We lived down there when I was born, but we had other, um, other farms in Powin and Ballyang and about the place. So we did dairy, but we did, um, we did grains, we did uh, sheep, and yep. we did uh, pigs in the end. Right,
0: okay. Mm. Seven s- brothers and sisters mm. um, and a range of, um, a range of uh, employment, uh, truck drivers and, and everything in yes. the family.
1: Is that right? Yes, yes, yes. I have, um, I have two brothers who are truck drivers. One of them, sadly, is no longer with us, died in his truck a mm. long time ago now, right. uh, closest to my age, and we lost him when he was 28. So, yeah, uh, so yeah and not surprisingly, I, um, I go to bat a bit for the TWU and for owner-drivers uh, and to make sure that they're safe on the roads. Yeah, yeah. I also have a son now who's driving a truck. So. Oh, wow. Mm. Right. Close to my heart. So, you big Catholic the, family. Big Catholic family, forgot the publican. Every big Catholic right. family yeah, has that's a publican. right, Exactly. No, I knew the pub. <laughs> which pub? <laughs> which pub? <laughs> he was in the uh, early openers for a long time. He had the lease of the early openers in Port Melbourne. Yeah, I know the pub. Uh, and then he was down at the Valley Inn in Geelong, oh, which wow. is now that ex-Geelong footballer. We right. have got it. Now? Okay. Yeah. yeah. But he's semi-retired now and back on the land. And so, are any of your brothers and sisters still in your electorate? Or yes. Do they vote oh, for gosh you? Yes. Yes. Or, well, I would hope so. <laughs>
0: are they all Labor people? Do uh, they campaign no, our,
1: no, no, no. If you go back to my maiden speech, I made a point of saying that. There are eight of us and we're pretty much, you know, we're not split down the middle, but we go both sides. Raised by parents who didn't talk about politics. Now, I not Didn't, me- didn't no, it,
3: like, not dinner table conversation? Ever. Not appropriate? Never. Because it, they didn't agree or because they just thought it was gauche?
1: No, because, the, well, we were raised to form our own opinions and uh, argue things out with no referee. Okay. Like, so right. family dinners were often political arguments, uh, but you know, Dad was gone when I was 11, So, and Mum never said, she's right, he's right, you're right, okay, so you're you wrong. She your facilitated own, yeah. the debate.
0: <laughs> so. that, that's really interesting, because I, I want to get to the fact that you spent most of your life in a school and, and around kids. Yeah. Um, and, and do you think that kids are often influenced by their parents when it comes to political
1: views? Oh, I think they, I think they are, I think, of course, kids are influenced by their parents and political views, but of course, all kids go through their own identification evolution and often part of that is rebellion. Yeah. So, you know, I wouldn't look at every teenager and go, I think I know how your parents vote, so therefore I know how you vote. Okay. Because
4: yeah.
3: I went to university with Michael Costas' daughter who, um, whilst he was in power, and she uh, became a Marxist revolutionary. Wow. <laughs> Wore a exactly. lot of Che Guevara T-shirts. Yikes. I think she's grown out of it now,
1: but you know, yeah. back then. Yeah.
0: Do, you, do you miss the classroom? But they're probably the kids are probably better behaved in the classroom than they are up here, aren't they?
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> there is that. The likeness between the parliament and, and a year nine classroom is obvious to everyone. You guys yeah. watch it every yeah. day. Um, so I feel quite comfortable there. <laughs> What did feel you feel quite comfortable. Do you throw
0: chalk at anyone ever or tell them to get out? Uh, you
1: should d- be the Speaker.
0: You might be a Speaker in a Labor government. Detention and homework in the time. Yeah,
1: or? I could be really creative. Although I can say that when you're dealing with Year 9s, it's always a good option not to go there. You've got to let go of yesterday's warnings. You know, you've got to meet everyone at the door with a smile. Okay. And, uh, you know, uh, you've got yeah. to do the positive reinforcement. Right, okay. And, you know, we've had... We've had situations where speakers want to keep the list from yesterday. Yeah, you know, mm. right, okay. you're on a warning yesterday. You're on a warning today. Uh, not the way you're So it's all about was, cleaning. To doesn't respond well to that. Uh, uh, I think Tony's got a bit of a sense of humour. There's often a wry grin happening that might not get mm. picked up on the mics, But I think he's. I think he's having a good time.
0: I um, think he's enjoying it. At yep. the risk of now, this podcast goes as far as away from politics and policy as possible. Good. But I do want to, to say why. Um and Gonski's obviously you know a lot of people know about Gonski but probably don't know you know that know the word but don't know the details. why in just in layman's terms and obviously it's sort of a bipartisan agreement for at least four years on Gonski. why you be in there?
1: Ah uh, yeah, a text message saying division
0: uh-huh. <laughs> Do you need to go? We're right okay.
1: How do you
2: get
3: the semen out of the bee? So that's the most common question we get asked Senator. <laughs>
0: <aren't they? laughs>
3: Thank you, you asked what I was...
2: He wanted to ask well,
3: I just don't know how you, how you
2: do so, that. So, so... Every time we talk
1: about this, oh, well, just... we just end up cracking so,
0: so look, it's part of the vernacular. Everyone wants to know how you get <laughs> semen out of a bee. Um, to, to... And I can't claim to be an expert and you can... <laughs> You, I
4: told
0: you, you, how come I'm the only one with a straight face here? <laughs>
4: so, what
0: constitutes you, the so so you can um, find it, it, there are come videos on, of this on YouTube. Basically, basically you squeeze the bee, which averts its endophallus and then the semen is collected from the end. And the oh. bee is
2: still alive when you're finished.
0: No, but um, so that was
2: the answer. <laughs> so no, but give the
0: semen, you've got to kill the bee. Bees also die when they mate naturally.
2: Oh, right. In fact,
0: they explode.
2: What <laughs> got help the human species Let me tell you the
0: birds and the bees and the flowers
4: and the trees and the, moon up call
0: As the member for Lola do you get free tickets to the zoo Werribee zoo <laughs>
1: No, why not? I buy a membership. Do to you? The
0: zoo. Do you go to the zoo a lot? It's a uh, really
1: good I go. Zoo. I go at least once a year down to the Werribee Zoo. Yeah, yeah. I probably it- went more often when I was a teacher.
3: Did you? Do you get any free perks? Because I know that Terry Butler, a member for Griffith, gets a free membership to a shooting club in her electorate. Do you have any perks that come with the oh, job? There's A few
0: shooting clubs in your electorate, but no, there are. In some, there are some on the streets as well.
3: Oh, <laughs> Rob,
0: <sorry>.
1: Rob, <laughs> <laughs> we. I'm I'm a big fan of your electricity. I know know you are. I know you are. But you just always want to see the negative, mate. You know, you're going to get me onto those lines where I'm going to say, "Best part of you comes there," like you know, (laughs) even though you don't live there anymore. But anyway, um, no, I pay for everything. (laughs) I pay for everything. I went to the World Cup um, Netball Championships last year, and I proudly paid for my ticket. And I pay for my ticket because I'm making a contribution. You love netball, don't you?
0: you you captain the did you were you captain of the Australian <laughs> captain the Australian parliamentary team ah
1: uh, co captain co captain co captain yeah, right. with Bridget McKenzie yeah. and I'm a uh, uh, shooter you, shooter are you, are you a shooter or a defender you would be a wing defence I, I grew I grew up as, I grew up as a goalkeeper oh, okay. yeah, but right. now that I'm now that I'm in my fifties mm. I have decided that um defending's too hard too much right, okay. lateral movement on the poor old ankles so now I'm down in the shooting end okay mm. right. was Irene Van Dyke a shooter. I yes. remember.
3: Yes,
0: she yes. was. She was South African. She's right? a but South then, African, but then who she became moved a to New Zealand. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm. Mm.
3: Yeah. Was she was... related to Dick at all? <laughs> how did How did
1: the Australian parliamentary netball team go? Uh, we beat New South Wales. Mm? Uh, we led the Kiwis until the last term. Oh, The New and South Wales we, Parliament. I got rolled. Yeah, we played the New South Wales Parliament. Oh, okay.
3: Mm. Is it
0: was it mixed or just women?
1: No, no, no. The, the Kiwis won't play against men.
0: Okay.
3: They won't play against men. No. Nope. Why?
1: Well, that was the deal. They didn't, we, uh, a team went over there for the Anzac one and some of our guys went yeah. and, uh, the Kiwis weren't happy. You, like, they clearly have enough women in their parliament who right. play netball, oh. who play netball, okay. who want to get on the court. You couldn't,
0: so. uh, you couldn't get a women, you couldn't get a netball team out of cabinet, could you? <laughs> in that case? No.
1: No. See? That is absolutely true, Rob. No, they can't. need a netball team in that cabinet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> who, where, how, what, what would Julie, she'd be a centre, wouldn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Maurice, pa- Michaela Cash. What would she be? Yeah, well, she'd be a goaler. Right. Okay. Maurice, <laughs> Maurice Payne.
1: Oh, wing defence. Yep. Yep. Well, yeah. yeah. She's wing defence. Wing defence. defence. Minister. Yeah. Wing defence. I, so I think Maurice Payne would be now? a good, strong wing defence.
3: <sighs> yeah. Now I heard you. Do you go around the building scouting
1: people? Well, that yeah, 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 yeah. I good. have, I have, but oh. I couldn't get Terry Butler to play. Why we not? tormented her on Twitter to and everything. Play. She refused yeah. to play. But Sharon Clayton joined us. Jen McAllister. Okay. Great girls. Played their first game against. New South Wales and the Kiwis in the Australian couldn't uniform, get, like hadn't even trained with this before,
3: and you, they're not that tall couldn't either. Couldn't you get
0: like <laughs> Joe Bullock in a wig and a skirt and just pretend <laughs> like Joe in drag? You don't playing need netball?
3: blockers in netball.
0: Um, right. Is he yeah. a blocker? <laughs> what?
3: He's built like an NFL player. Oh, like
0: okay. An NFL player. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, so someone tells me you listen to Deborah Conway. Now, lots of our listeners won't know who Deborah Conway oh, is.
1: Oh, good, Williamstown girl. Is she from Williamstown? Oh, Westy. Right.
0: Okay. But she sang a very famous song called "It's Only the Beginning." Yes, yeah, she That's did. That's how I know her. Yes. She um, did. And I once saw her at a day on the green, yep. and she sang that song, and I'm just like, "Get off now! You've got no other songs."
1: Oh, you're joking. Deb Conway started with "Do Re Mi" with the famous song. I've heard of
0: that, right? What's Stones
1: the famous on the song? Ceiling? I can't name it. I'm terrible <laughs> with names of songs. I sing them in my head. Uh, and her anthem for me is um, Still Alive and Brilliant. Right, That's, okay, you know. Still Alive and Brilliant. And my kids growing up listened to a lot of Deb Conway. And she has uh, a song that says basically the theme of the song is that girls can do anything, they right. can be an astronaut, blah, blah, blah. And I remember uh, my middle child coming home from school in about grade one and saying, Somebody in our classroom today said girls couldn't do that and I told them girls can be astronauts, you know. Deb because Conway Deb said.
0: Conway. <laughs> so Deb Conway's inspiring a new generation or inspired a new generation of e- equality.
1: Voice. Yes. Yeah? yes. Wow. yes. Yeah. wow. She's a good girl.
0: We touched earlier that you wrote a play. You wrote a play about the toxic waste dump, didn't I you? did.
1: I did. What was it called? I did. Hole in the Ground. Was it ever performed? Yes, it was performed. Uh, with critical it acclaim? Was, it was workshopped at the MTC. Oh, wow. had the
0: Melbourne oh, Theatre Company. Wow. The, the dramaturged yeah.
1: and, and, and worked with the MTC through the dramaturge process. And it, was, um, it went into production at Werribee and then at La Mama.
3: What wow. made you want to write a play?
1: I co-wrote the play with a very good friend of mine, Janet Brown, who was part of the Toxic Dump campaign as well. And she was a mad keen writer, and I've always been, as an English teacher, and you've always been a writer. Well, you were you yeah. an, te- yeah, an,
0: an English teacher? I didn't. Yeah, I was an English teacher,
1: and of course, you've always written. So I've always written. Yeah. So I've always written poetry. I've always written short stories, and um, and um, Janet was just hell bent. Joanne, we've got to get this onto paper. So we did. We took time out and worked in school holidays, and
0: and did it you, and it w- and it was actually performed. Yeah. For a while, would you yes. like to see you be coming up on the twentieth anniversary soon? Mm, could, we, we could is get there another a run. We have a cast re- reunited.
1: I'll talk to Janet and see if we can um, organise a get new...
3: grandparent involved. Get some sex scenes in there. <laughs> we have spice laughed. it up a little. Yeah. yeah,
1: we have said that maybe the Labor caucus could have a go. What at, about um, Hole putting in the ground on the, the musical?
0: Oh. You could
3: get songs written oh. for it. There are so many musicians in Parliament. I know. You mm. can Graham get Tony again, Burke he's at the band. Guitar.
1: Yeah, we can get Tony on the guitar. Do you right. sing
3: or dance or perform? or...
1: No, I was the kid in the choir who was told not to actually sing. Just oh, just mouth the words. Just mouth the words. (laughs) 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 I I love to
0: watch you in Question Time because you just like just sledge a lot, don't you? And yell and scream. No, you don't yell. I like
1: to think of it as participating. (laughs) Right? Okay.
0: Yeah. Don't uh, haven't you become one of those naughty kids up the back of the class? That you rallied against for so I, long.
1: I love the assumption that I was something other than a naughty kid oh, up okay. the back of the class You're when right. I was in so year you, nine. So you
0: always <laughs> felt for the kids that you know you had some sort of sympathy for the way they behaved in school when they were bad.
1: <laughs> Rob, we need to go back in time. You need to be coming in my year nine class, right, okay. and you know you, you wouldn't have liked me classrooms. Aren't kid. always about teacher versus children. But that's not like? how it works. It's not I how got, it works.
0: I got kicked out of, uh, I got sent out to sit in the corridor because I argued with my science teacher in year 10 because he was spelling Latrobe. I lived, I grew up in the Trobe Valley and he was spelling it two words, like the university, yeah, Latrobe, la, whereas actually if you're from Latrobe Valley, you know it's one word, right? And he spelled it two words and I said, well, that's wrong. And then he kicked me out of class.
3: My English teacher used to spell misogynist wrong and it used to make me really angry. Oh, really? Angry. <laughs> was he a man? Uh, it was a woman, oh. but she was a sub. How Ooh. does
0: Joanne Ryan relax in the weekend? I bet you walk around, you know, um, Pacific Supermarket out at uh, at, out at Werribee, singing doing, Deb Conway, going into Myers and Typo and all all that stuff. What do you do on the week? Have a What ciggy do I do on the weekend?
1: I walk. I walk. Do you? I walk. I'm a committed walker. Uh, I walk. Um, Dogs. I am still not sure whether I'm coaching a netball team every Saturday morning this year. Okay. It's we're still oh, wow. in negotiations so for a new for a new club. I was coaching coaching my uh, great niece's netball team for the oh, Hoppers wow. Crossing Eagles with a girlfriend Hoppers of mine, Pauline. Crossing Eagles. Hoppers Crossing Eagles. Wow. Um with a girlfriend of mine who was filling in like when I couldn't be there, we coached so we became co coaches. And we're still working on whether we're gonna be out there doing that again this year. But that's a great thing to do on Saturday mornings. Yeah, right. Get down the Rick Centre, see, you know, ten thousand people.
3: A lot of skirts.
1: Coach, coach the kids. Forget about everything else yep. except what those kids are doing on do the court. Do they quiet. do a
3: sausage sizzle at a netball time?
1: They do. They often do a sausage sizzle outside the netball stadium. Is it yeah, well, bigger than Bunnings? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love. but I go to Bunnings on a Saturday just to get a sausage. I don't even bother going in. I just get the sausage and. Well, it says around. a lot about your yeah. weekend. Um, uh, and what about relaxing? I mean, movies, music, reading, reading. Books, what are you read?
1: Books. What are you reading? Books. Uh, at the moment I am reading Fifty
0: a, Shades of Grey I
1: bet. No, no, I'm into so espionage naughty. and crime. Oh, really? Are you? Why?
0: Because yeah. it's relaxing. Okay. What sort of crime? Australian crime or Oh
1: yeah, but but Australian crime Australia So you love to read I love to read Australian. It feels like you're coming home. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's what it feels like. From you pick where? up you pick up a Tim Winton book, you read the first four lines yep. and it feels like you're where you should be. Yeah. So that's really cool. Um, and Australian crime's the same, but we don't have that much. So eventually you have to go look for it. I've Helen read, Garner. read all of Peter Temple. I love Peter Fete- Temple. I love him too. Hey, can but I, he's so not actually Australian. No, now.
0: he's South African. Yeah. But um, um, so can I tell you my favourite Peter Temple story? I used to often have a coffee in a place in Ballarat um, every morning, and he would be in there in the coffee shop reading the form guide, having coffee, and you know what he has? He has toast with peanut butter and Vegemite oh
1: together! <laughs> I thought you were going to say peanut butter and honey no. or
3: jam.
0: Peanut butter, can you believe? Peanut butter
1: that? and Vegemite together. All right, I'll try it just once.
0: Well, just for Peter Temple. Yeah. He's
1: wonderful, Peter Temple. He is wonderful, and yeah. he writes beautifully, and he writes as if he is Australian.
4: Yeah,
0: I think he writes <laughs> better than Australians because. Uh, my view is because he's an outsider. He he's picked can, up
1: he, our vernacular can, so beautifully. He can,
0: he's a yeah. better observer. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, hmm. yeah. But he does have an extraordinary... And of course, for those, he's also got a bit of a copper's observant eye. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. Well, he, and I've got a mate who writes crime, who? Pauline chewy So I'll just give her a plug. Is she a regular at
0: the Williamstown Literary Festival?
1: Uh, she's a Werribee resident. Okay. Is this Pauline. is. She's trying an, to prove how yeah, much yeah, yeah. you know about Victoria. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's an ex cop and she writes is crime she? as well as historical fiction. Yeah, right. So there you go.
0: Very good. Now, look, my brother lives in Joanne's electorate, so yeah. I know it a bit. No. Did he vote long. for her? Um, I don't know. I don't know how my brother votes. I don't talk about. It. I'm a bit like you. A Bit like my mum. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do you talk about voting with your brother and sister, or, or with your sister, or your mum and dad? Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. That was. Uh, I wouldn't know how my parents vote. I wouldn't have a clue. I do.
1: Really? Yeah. <laughs> really. I don't know how old my mum votes. Willis, or? Yes, yes, yes. She, yep. is, she, is, did, she did, is. She's. Did, did she is. She's still refereeing vote? the fights. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> Yep. The debates Right In fact the best the best did she, line. Did she vote for you? Of course she voted for me The I best line, line that for me sure, or
0: She just told you To keep you happy
1: Well she could have Who yep. knows That's our system yep. That's how it works You can vote for whoever you like Once you're in there But my favourite um, My favourite story From my mum Was You know She's watching me up here She's watching all the speeches And she's you know Giving me a bit of feedback Here and there And I can hear the criticism Not She doesn't say anything critical But I can hear it and then I um, got up on my feet one day and I was talking about um, women in cabinet and I there were women in the room and I said, I'm so glad you're all here. I want you to stop knocking on that door, push it open and walk through. And I was quite fired up and my mum was on the phone in 10 minutes. That's better. You sound like you're arguing with your brothers. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> oh, really? That? Wow. that was in Parliament, was it? Yeah. Hell, That's wow. what I want to hear. So is that sort of weird thing where you think your mother wants you to be a bit... You
0: know, well behaved and yeah, 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 right. yeah,
1: measured. She wants you to fight. All of those things. No, that's not what she wants that's to hear. That's my hit. daughter. She's a fighter. Yeah. Does she give you
3: any any pointers? Like maybe say this, maybe do this.
1: No, no, no. It's more just stand up straight, please. <laughs> <laughs> Can you put your shoulders back? Your glasses were crooked. The, time the time
0: being being Prime Minister the will resume member.
2: his seat on a point of order. The point of order being.
1: Mr. Speaker, I'd
0: rather what have point an answer or- than the mansplaining on am getting. The member for Sydney will resume
2: her seat. <laughs> let,
0: let me just stop you So
3: you don't waste a line of questioning. I'm just giving you. <laughs> I love bro- the mansplaining. I'm enjoying it. You're loving what? The mansplaining that's going on. What's mansplaining, Senator? Well, it's the slightly patronising and condescending way that you're responding to my question.
2: If I said to a female senator, "You are woman-splaining," uh, there would be uproar. Stop being a hypocrite. Well, Conduct I doubt yourself it. appropriately for this well, place.
1: I'm sorry you're so
3: offended by the use of the word. It is. It is a word that's used. Uh, it's. It's a. I'm surprised that you're so shocked by the use of the word. No, I'm just um, I'm
2: just calling hypocrisy. Hypocrisy, well, thy name yeah. is Labour. Thy name is Senator Gallagher.
3: Now, well, I think you need to settle down actually. Senator, welcome and to welcome to Federal Parliament. Oh, right. Minister, welcome Minister, to Minister where the, Order. Where the big people Minister play, order. man.
4: I feel like a woman. Hey!
0: get back to Julia, because Mm. you're obviously very close with Julia. Mm -hmm. How close were you? I mean, were were you close while she was sort of PM in in the electorate or did you sort of get to know her towards the end or did you have a long sort of... No, no, no,
1: no. I first met Julia uh, when she was Chief of Staff to Steve Brax during the Toxic Dump campaign. Um, So, um, and I was, um, I supported her pre-selection. Okay. Did you vote for her? Yes. She voted she's for she's it, supported it. Oh, what, in yeah. the election.
0: Oh, yeah, of course.
1: Yes, years. so in that yeah, in that sense, yeah, yep. we were in that case of Barry Jones retiring. Yeah, right. Know, that was a bit of actual, yeah, that yeah. was a bit of a yeah. you know people going. Well, we have to have somebody really, really good. Yeah, really, exactly. Really good. Because,
0: because Barry Jones wrote "Sal of
1: the Century questions. <laughs> and then in walked Julie Gillard. And what? we knew we had the girl. So Barry, yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Barry Jones, the member for Lawler before Julie Gillard, member of um, Parliament, obviously, is what used to write "Sal of the Century questions. He's Whilst he the,
3: was in Parliament?
0: Um, I, he may have done it on the slide, but he certainly was renowned as the quiz master.
3: I didn't even know that that was an option for yeah, politicians. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. To be moonlighting as... Well,
1: I don't know. Quiz might, writers. Have been, might, might have been them. post yeah, post, <sighs> post entry career. Yeah, post. Pre-
0: that's a great um, Wow. So, God, you are... I mean, so how was Julia treated in Parliament? I mean, there's a lot of re- revisionist history about Julia Gillard um, um, where, you know, obviously she has a lot of disciples, she has a lot of enemies, um, not a lot in between, really. Um, ha- how will history sort of view Julia and her performance as Prime Minister, do you think?
1: I think the, in particular the work that um, Julia did in terms of education, I think it was the, it was extraordinary. It is extraordinary. It will, um, with us supporting that now and following through with that when we win the election. Well, I can say that uh, coming up here for the first time, um, I was a little, uh, a little worried about the culture that I was going to walk into. And I was extraordinarily pre- pleasantly surprised okay, at how yeah. quickly Labor pulled together and how different the culture is um, yeah. now. Uh, and I'm really proud to be with the class of, what are we called now, 2013, 14 and 15, um, uh, that group of us, it's there's a number of us, and we're all uh, fully determined to ensure that we have a positive culture. So it's more about um, creating the future you want rather than thinking about right, the past. Okay. That
2: the is. leader of the opposition invites me to rule out uh, any changes to the GST, and 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 to be fair, there is something to be said for doing so because it would mean the green grocery aisles of Australia would be safe <laughs> from the leader of the opposition. Thousands of lettuces would no longer have the leader of the opposition flinging himself, flinging himself in uh, in front of any would-be charges of them.
1: I don't feel doomed that Malcolm Turnbull's uh, Prime Minister. I don't, I don't feel that. doomed at all, Thank no. You. I think Australia will get sick of being talked at. I think they'll get sick of being asked to listen to long, complex sentences. Yeah. You know, I think we've swapped you know the three word slogan for the 5000 word essay and <laughs> somewhere in the middle is Bill Shorten. Is Bill Shorten and yeah. that's exactly where we need him to be. Yep. Do you think Bill
3: needs to bring back the zingers? Do you think he's a uh...
1: I don't know whether Bill's planned not to do Has zingers. Is he got
3: rid of zingers? Yeah, I thought last year they went no more zingers. We're done with zingers. <laughs> Which would be a real shame. I don't know. To the listening look, public. I think the one Have of the me things mean?
1: one of the things that 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 I think is really sad is that everybody I meet that met Julia says says to you I wish everybody had met her because she's she yes. was the most wonderful person. Yep. Journos say it. Pe- members of the public say it, everybody says it about about jG, and not surprisingly, because she is a genuinely warm, funny creature. Yep. like she's. Why didn't that ever cut through though? Um well, I think I think this game's really hard. I think they point a camera at people and yeah, you know and and that changes the way you relate. Your cameras aren't people. Yep. Did't
3: they say the same thing about Bill Shorten?
1: Well, I think that was the point I was going to make. I think for all of our leaders now, I think that that that, that is the case. How do you get that balance between people getting to know you when you've got to do it through a camera lens? Right, okay. um, And when you actually meet the real person, they're warm. They're, you know, funny. Mm. Bill's funny, man. Bill's do you, funny. Do you have a is favorite he? type yes, of Bill's lettuce? Bill's funny. Why is
0: Bill funny? Bill's funny. Is it funny,
1: funny when he swipes cars <laughs> driving down? Bill's cups funny.
3: With, Bill's got quick lines. Do you have a favorite type of lettuce,
1: Joanne? Do I have a favorite cup? Oh gosh, I am from the home of lettuce. Yes, I'm from the home of lettuce. Lettuce I, growers. Where are we south? Lettuce lines growers. of lettuce growing so, so we say, you know, we've got niche lettuce. We've got yeah. We've got very special lettuce growing. But I, I have to say the same about broccoli and cauliflower because we grow those too.
0: Big, big electorate of <laughs> lettuce growers.
1: Yes. What's your
0: favourite type of meat?
1: Ah, lamb. You like lamb? I like
0: lamb. How, sort of what cut of lamb? Like roast lamb or roast lamb, lamb chops? Oh, no, roast lamb. Yeah, right. So mint jelly or mint sauce?
1: Neither. Oh. Cold the next day on a homemade scone with tomato sauce. On scone? With yeah. Scone. yeah. My, my brother used to call it salt meat. Can we have scones and salt meat? Because he. Wow! Because on cold lamb you put lots of salt. Yeah. When we were growing up, I didn't know Sunday that people, night dinner was
0: it lamb, grown lamb y- yourself? Or? Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. So you're very self-sufficient. Well, people well, we were, were back then. We way back, back when, then. weren't they?
1: That's right. The milk in the fridge, the the roast <laughs> lamb on Sunday.
0: <laughs> 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 um, who's your favourite? You, you you're you're very popular. I hear liberal MPs sort of praise you oh, and they enjoy gosh. your company. They say you're a good egg. Right. Um, now, who 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 do you get on best with on the other side?
1: Oh, look, I have to say that I get along, like I share like a passion for netball with Karen Andrews and Bridget McKenzie. Right, okay. Like, yeah. clearly, we share a passion there. Um, but who's my favourite on the other side? Russell Broadbent. Oh, wow. Uh, Russell's my favourite on the okay.
0: other side. Thank you so much for Thank coming you. in, Joanne Ryan, member for. Thanks for having more. me, do you guys. Have to, hang on, do you have to correct a lot of people when they say Layla?
1: Oh, God, yes. You have to correct everyone. Barry Jones started that many, many years ago. Um, but the problem is, because it's spelt L A L O R. But Peter Lawler was Irish, so his pronunciation is Lawler. Right. And so the seat, the electorate, is named after Peter Lawler. But the suburb... But the suburb... Is Layla. ...now in Victoria is Layla, and it's spelt the same and said Layla. It's very confusing. And so lots of people say Layla, and they have to be corrected. And Barry's given me lessons, as he gave Julia lessons, in making sure people get the... So how
0: do you do it without being rude or...
1: Well, in my first months up here, Bruce Scott was in the chair upstairs... In the chamber upstairs, and Bruce told me that um, Bruce told me that uh, I was on my feet about something, and there was an opportunity to get on my feet again. And Bruce said to me from the chair, "Someone had just said Layla, and he said you should tell them." So I got up and did a three minute on it's it's Lola, not Layla, and you, and you all need to know it. And I did it for three minutes, um, and so you, so you get. But the member for Hughes, when he's in the when he's in the chair, he deliberately, he deliberately says L- Layla Does every time. Does he, just to annoy Every time, just to annoy him. Time, right. to annoy he me. doesn't like the art either, so I wouldn't worry about him. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, when uh, Ms Bishop was speaker, she was very good at Um, saying it correctly and correcting everyone else. Bruce Scott has been very good at making sure everyone says it correctly. Uh, But yeah, it's a Barry Jones lesson. He still does it. He comes down to the electorate. We have a Barry Jones oration that that, um, local government put on. And um, without fail, someone will say it incorrectly. And when Barry gets to the microphone, he makes sure everyone in the room understands (laughs) that it's Lawla, not Layla. That's a suburb over there. (laughs)
0: Very good. All right.
3: Well, thank you, Joanne Ryan, so much for coming in. Yes, thank you. It's been a long time, a long
4: time, a long
3: time, a long time, a long time.
0: Very much, Joanne Ryan. I think one day, hopefully, she'll be on the Labor front bench, and we'll have a lot of front benches who have be- appeared on the silent majority. Because
3: Alice, yes,
0: during the week there was a reshuffle. Yeah, there was. They shuffled the cards on the deck.
3: There was Malcolm a...
0: Turnbull faced the ferocious press of a Saturday afternoon in Sydney, <laughs> where where the big names
3: came out and rolled out the, the big hard hitting questions. Offices where the microphones, where the don't, microphones
0: don't work. Don't work. Um, <laughs> But it must be said, a very hearty congratulations to the member for Wannan, Dan Teahan, who
3: was, I think, good on you, Dan. Good on you, Daniel. You go sell those Dixie drumsticks on the front <laughs> bench.
0: <laughs> Who's part of the wolf pack? Part of three liberals that have appeared, who are all housemates. You uh, and Jones, Whiteroy and Dan and of course. Um, since. Their appearances on Darren the podcast. Darren Chester's
3: moved into their house, and
0: of course, since their appearance on this podcast, they have been promoted to the front bench. Dan and are now a minister. White Roy is an assistant minister. Ewan Jones is deputy whip. He's been promoted too. Doan, Ewan Jones is um is
3: I think he's whip. Well, Nola Marino is the chief.
0: Yeah, uh, do you know what they call her in WA? Onkaparinga. Why? Well, they refer to her as Onkaparinga just because it sounds like Nola Marino Onkaparinga.
3: Mm. So I don't want to say anything backbenches, but uh, if you you come on this podcast, you might get a promotion.
0: This is your ticket to stardom.
3: You know, I think that having um, a woman on has gone really well, that we might get another woman on and Rob, here's a hot tip. Mm. There's a budget coming out soon. Yeah. So we thought we might speak to a woman who's writing the budget. (laughs) No, he's writing the budget. Wow. Who might be- Not, Not the
0: household budget, you know, for the family for the week. Because that's a woman's job.
3: Okay, Tony. There's no ironing involved. <laughs> it's. I hear
0: she does a killer Kath and Kim.
3: True and, and, prude. Prude, and, True prude, and prude. prude. Prude and prude. Prude mm. So that'll be a corker. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. And um, if you would mind, um, please like, and kindly to to, to give like it a us like on us iTunes. on iTunes. No, I think it's give us a star rating.
0: Okay. Uh, good luck in your new job. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for all the love and. Um, we, we may well come back with another Rob,
3: episode. Rob, stop doing it. People are going to write things on the internet. Do you want to go to the market on Saturday? Yeah. Yeah,
0: let's do the markets.
3: Okay. Right. See ya. Bye. Degree, silent, majority. Oh. Authorised by
2: GWALT, ALP Canberra.
0: Uh, Craig McLaughlin, check one, two. <laughs>
1: Kylie Minogue, check three, four.
0: <laughs> I don't like Alex Ock anymore. I, I gave him a ticket to the soccer Socceroos match and free hospitality didn't even turn up.